Hello, I'm Neil Patel. Thank you for downloading the latest Indian Startup Show podcast. On today's show, we have Anne Rackard, who is the co-founder of Refugees on Rails, a coding school for refugees based in Berlin, Germany. There's an overwhelming number of refugees that are still waiting for their paperwork to be processed before they have access to schools and jobs. So what they do, they train refugees to code during their forced downtime. It fills a technical skill gap in Germany while simultaneously providing refugees with marketable skills and preparing them to enter the job market. Germany has been particularly welcoming and innovative when it comes to refugees. We talk about how it got started, aims and objectives, and plans for the future. Please enjoy the show. Hello, Anne. Uh, thanks for coming on the show today. My pleasure. Looking forward to chat to you. Brilliant. So tell me a little bit about yourself and what this initiative is all about, please. Sure. So um, I'm one of three co-founders of a coding school for refugees here in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, the project is really young. We just started six weeks ago, oh, but wow. uh, have already gotten very, very far. So very briefly, what we do is we are creating a three-month class where we're teaching Ruby on Rails um, to people who have just arrived in um, Berlin and who are seeking asylum here. Cool. How, how, how big is the team then? So we're three co-founders, and um, in order to start, start a foundation in Germany, you actually need to be seven founding members. So uh, there's uh, three three founders, seven people in the core team, and then uh, currently we have around 200 um, volunteers, so it's uh, quite a, a big team. Mm-hmm. So you managed to get 200 volunteers in six weeks? Yep. All right. How, how did you go about doing that? Um so there's been sort of two ways. One of them is that I think we just hit the media with the right timing, mm-hmm. talking about innovation, technology um, in the middle of a refugee um, crisis and really coming up with very, very concrete ideas of how we can transform this from being a crisis into being an opportunity. Um, so I think we we were lucky or we had the right timing with media. Um, so we've really been able to spread the story around and people have been tremendous in responding and wanting to help out. Um, and the second thing is, has really been word of mouth. So we do a lot of community outreach um, and really trying actively to bring our community back in to, to work with us. And if they have a good experience and next time they bring their friends along as well. Brilliant. So it's been going for six weeks now. I mean, how has it been? How's it been going so far then? Um, to be honest, it's been a hell of a lot of work. <laughs> um, we are working something like 12, 15 hours a day. Um and working on the weekend as well. But it's it's been amazing to just see how generous people have been in really coming up and, and wanting to help, reaching out, saying, well, I work in media or I, I work in, in like software programming or entrepreneurship and, and saying, how can I help? So so do the refugees come to you or then what do you or do you meet them in Berlin? So um, we've been going out to refugee centers around Berlin yeah. Um both talking directly to um, people who have just arrived in Berlin as well as um, social workers and and really trying to spread the message. Also, of course, making posters that we put up in refugee centers um, to spread the word. And for pretty much since we started, we've been working directly with a group of 10 refugees, getting their feedback and getting them to yeah. actually participate in the development of the program. So That's it's nice. really co-creation. Yeah. What's your specific role within within the organization then? Um, so since I don't have a tech background myself, um, I work more on a strategic side. Um, my background is in innovation and business management. Um, so it's it's doing a lot of outreach to media. It's spreading the word to volunteers um, 
developing the program together with the refugees. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how big are the classes then? I mean, how many re- refugees or students do you have? So currently we're still recruiting um, students. So we're doing these one-day classes. Um, but once we get the program started, the three-month program started, then um, our team will be between 20 and probably 40 um, refugees is, is what we're aiming for, at least in the starting class, but hopefully growing a lot bigger um, as we get more experience. So are you guys funded now then? Um, I mean, in terms of the finance, financial side of things? Not at this stage. Um, We are all volunteers. Um, In order to get funding, you need to be legally registered um, in Germany. And and that is a bureaucratic process that just needs to um, take its time. Mm -hmm. But I'm hoping we have gotten the unofficial approval already but um there's a few people that need to to still sign our papers but i'm hoping that in a month's time we'll we'll be legally registered in germany and then we can start um, receiving funding so we can professionalize the organization um, i mean how many students have you tra- trained up so far um since we haven't actually done the classes um the oh, right. honest answer would be zero okay. um but again i mean we are working with with 10 refugees directly and we've also been able to um hand out a few laptops to refugees who got into educational programs so starting university in germany um but they couldn't start unless they had a had a laptop yeah yeah in that case we've been helping directly yeah Um, yeah, yeah. so so a few but but in terms of sort of our larger vision of where the project is going Mm -hmm. we're just getting started yeah because you only started six weeks ago so when do you think you'll start properly training um, my hope is that it'll happen in the next probably um, four weeks' time. But again, it, it really, for me, it's a matter of having the quality right and having the right mm-hmm. kind of students. So I'd rather say we'll start when we have the right team in place um, mm-hmm. and a good group of students rather than say, okay, it's going to be in four weeks. Mm-hmm. So. so let's say they go through the training program. What happens after the after the, they leave the training program, do you think? So the, the training gro- program is a combination of offline and online um, classes. Mm-hmm. and um, they'll get education once or twice a week from us, um, and then they'll be a part of group work. So during the week, um, the students will meet together to talk about how to um, actively implement the tools that they just learned in the class, mm-hmm. um, but working on a real-life project. Okay. And in the, in the groups, they'll all have mentors um, who are working in the tech industry or... Um, working with startups in Berlin to make sure that they are actively taking part in the network around okay. the, the startup. So, so we're really hoping that one part is, of course, what you're going to learn. The second part is who you're going to get to know through the, the program and through the, that kind of network. We're hoping that they can get jobs, um, at least starting with internships and then um, on job training as well. So they can maybe not after three weeks land a job in Berlin because they still need to have their papers approved yeah. to work. Yeah. But but in the longer term, we are hoping for a much smoother and more dignified integration into to German society. Mm-hmm. I mean, what kind of feedback have you had from the people of, in in Berlin about this? I mean, the, just judging from the number of, of volunteers, um, we also had um, around 160 laptops donated to us already. Mm-hmm. So so people have been tremendously supportive. Of course, there's also a lot of, of questions of people asking us, why are you helping refugees and, and not helping Germans in need as well? So, I mean, people are curious. Some people um, are also asking critical questions, but I really do want to welcome that because we need to have a discussion of how we can keep improving and get smarter. Mm-hmm. So are you the only sort of company doing this in Germany then, or are there any other companies doing the same thing? 
Um, we've seen in the last two months that there's really been a, a tremendous amount of new projects popping up all around, not just in Berlin, but around Germany um, that come from civil society. So there's there's everything from like an Airbnb for refugees. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also an, an um, university starting for refugees, um, not just here in Berlin, but it, refugees anywhere in the world, I believe, can can be part of the classes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we see civil society really coming up with with innovative solutions, and we'll we'll see if if they can get funding in the long term. So, because mm-hmm. as we see it, I mean the the refugee crisis is is this is not something that's going to go away. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, the new normal. We'll we'll see a lot of migrants um, coming to to Europe, and I think we need to to be humane and have good answers for them, and, and make sure that they become. Um, good integrated citizens into Europe. Mm. Last couple of questions. Uh, what what are the plans for the future then? Where, where do you see this going in, say, 12 months' time? So our plan is to to really do it well here in, in Berlin, but we already have um, three other cities in, um, in Germany wanting to start classes as well. Um, I believe Cologne is going to be the first one up, um, really starting classes more or less at the same time mm. as we, we're starting here in Berlin. But we have um, requests from, I think, seven other cities around Europe, right. Copenhagen, Stockholm, Paris, London. Um, so we're really hoping that this is not just something that's going to stay in, in Berlin or in Germany, but uh, hopefully we can see um, refugees and rail classes all over Europe. That would be incredibly exciting. Okay, sounds like it. Uh, what did you do before this then? Um, so I have a background in innovation management, and then I did a degree in Japan called Master of Peace Studies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I worked for a number of years as a business consultant doing corporate social responsibility for large international companies, mm-hmm. but all the time really looking at what is the business opportunity in doing good for the world as well. Cool. What was Japan like? I've never been. Um, incredible. Uh it, it's very, very different. I think the best way to describe it was really um, it feels like being on a different planet. Um, I had a, a, a very interesting experience um, because I was there during the, the big earthquake and tsunami. Um, so, so yeah, I've, I've experienced uh, my part of uh, crisis as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, going through it and, and seeing how people can help each other and how technology can actually help us improve and find smart solutions that's going to work and that can scale. Um, I've seen that before, and I guess it gives me the motivation to to keep going and, and make something good out of the situation we're in now. Cool. Uh, last question then. Uh, so if people want to get involved, um, how do they get involved? I'm, I believe you're looking for a laptop, old laptops, right? Yeah. So... Um, I mean, right now we're we are just based in here in Berlin. So mm-hmm. if anyone is listening from Berlin, we're we're definitely still looking for laptops. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to our website, you can see exactly what kind of requirements they are for what kind of laptops because they still need to work and they need to be sufficiently fast for you um, to to actually be able to to code on them. And anyone who can help spread the message of what we're doing or people mm-hmm. wanting to build a local chapter of refugees on rail should should definitely get in contact because. We would like to make this into a global movement and we can only do that by getting in contact with good people with good ideas. Brilliant. Well, sounds amazing what you're doing and I wish you all the best. Yeah, you're welcome. It was good talking to you. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, Anne. Much appreciated. So that's Anne. Uh, if you have any laptops you want to donate or know someone who has laptops, uh, contact them via the website. I also would love some comments about the show or any other show. Please email me hello at neilpatel.co 
or go to facebook.com forward slash Indian Startup Show. Leave your comment, your name, Twitter handle, country where you live, and I will read out the best ones next week. So I'll see you on next week's episode. Thank you very much and goodbye.